Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Saturday night here in the U.S. Patrick Webster Small here, and I am the host of the Webster Phenomena, which is also our discovery uh, beyond fathom, really. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about Patrick's Dragon, and what that means is that what we have discovered are dragons. And th- this is where the myth comes from, and we're going to talk about this elemental being and how it what it looks like and how you can see it and identify it and we're going to go through this you know methodically so we can we don't just skip over it because you have to remember that as the discoverers of this being we are very familiar with it and sometimes just kind of run across the run across the top and we don't get down and 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 dirty with you guys so you can be like oh man i see it because this is really it'll it will like almost literally blow your mind this is one of those things that will blow your mind and so you need to really go into it with a with a knowledge of what you're looking for uh you know or discover it yourself however that is but you know discovering it yourself and people look at it and realize what this actually is oh i see a face here or a face there and they don't realize what this face is connected to so that's what we're going to get into tonight and uh let's get rid of the intro music um welcome everybody i hope you're having a great season it's coming up to christmas don't spend too much money just you know just do your thing um you know, give with your heart and that's the best way to do it uh, i think what we should do now is I was pause like I'm the worst DJ. I'm not a bad DJ, but when it comes to the radio, it's just like what? Yeah. Want to get some eggs and bacon? What's up, Brenda? <laughs> oh, hello. How are you going? <laughs> I'm going good. How are you? 
over there in Australia. Yeah, yeah, good. Hot Christmas. Hot Christmas. Hot Christmas. Yeah, well, see, we've had some unusual weather this week. It's actually been quite cool. Really? Been unseasonably, yeah, it's been about between 7 and 10 degrees below normal. So, however, in the other northern states, they've been frying up there with a heat wave. The northern states but, of Australia? Oh, just up in sort of Queensland, New South Wales area, they've actually had like a heat wave situation up there, and we've actually been about 10 degrees below normal. So, we're a very, <laughs> we're a very big country, actually. So, we have a lot of differences across the country, as do you. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm realizing right now? I've never invited our other host. <laughs> Sorry, well, Kim. I just think you invite. <laughs> He's probably like, um, well, I'm going through my email and I don't see the, you know, because usually I go through and I send these ladies the link. Anyway, so let's get rid of that song. And um, love me at work, though. They they were so great. And the guy with the weird eyes, Colin <laughs> something, something, something. He had the weirdest eyes, and he liked to show that off. Okay, so <laughs> Brenda Scott is in Australia. What's the sky been like? We What we do here, let's – I think that we should do this, Bren. We should tell everybody what we do on the show. What – show is this show is about the discovery it's about the webster phenomena now the webster phenomena is a discovery and it's named the webster phenomena to give it a framework so people know that you're talking about these el- the discovery of these elemental beings that make up all of reality what we mostly talk about is the clouds because right now they are on stage clouds are on stage. You have to admit, if you're not paying attention to it, please do, because it is a biblical scenario on a daily basis. How's it been in Australia, Bryn? It's been, we've had a bit of variety here in Melbourne, because as I said, we've had our, um, we've had some clear days and some cool days. However, we've also had a lot of rainy days, so we've had a bit of everything. Um, I've got a few good captures in the last, uh, week and a half or something in between the days where it's just pretty much whited out because it's been raining or horrid. So yeah, we've had had some good good stuff come up. Okay. Um I've you know, we kind of go on runs of who has the the active sky and who has the either the yeah. the clear blue veil or the the completely grayed out sky. Well, in now, Melbourne, I can have all three. <laughs> yeah, now the the grayed out sky lately has uh, shown a lot as well when it comes to the shadows in it, which is the solid things that are behind those clouds. I mean, folks, there's so much going on in the clouds. It's really hard to tell you. And um, I've written four books. They're on Amazon if you want to pick them up. It's like for 20 bucks for all four. And it has a lot of pictures and a lot of explanation in there <clears throat> and, and a lot of pictures. Understand what you're looking for. These are very cartoony-looking beings. And that I'm not afraid to say that because that's just what they are. That is why they have been so subtly dismissed 
the discovery of these beings will uh, answer many, many, many questions and solve many mysteries when it comes to the present-day researchers and what they are looking for in the ancient lore. So many dots. This is just the beginning of a huge, huge turn of consciousness on Earth. Why are we the turn? Because we've discovered it and we got on our soapbox and said, hey, without no need to to try to con a bunch of money out of people or to um, say that we've done anything other than what we've done. And that's discovered these beings. <clears throat> so I'm sorry. I think I'm getting the winter thing. And I, I work in a wood shop as well. So. Oh, I've got the same oh, thing. I'm working summer stop. here. <laughs> I want to start chopping down trees, man. What you know, it's oh, like know. The, you, when you're a woodworker, that's what you do. And wood does have its uses in this world, but there's as we have technology and there's other things that could be used now. And I do believe I feel it in me every time I, I, you know, use the saw or bring in a load of wood and see like, wow, man, that was a those are trees. And um, I know it gets replenished, but it's not the same. These hundred-year-old trees are are going bye-bye. Anyway, what I want to do now. I love this song. I listen to it at the gym when I'm on the, the bike, and I just... I raise up my hands like I'm in some charismatic church in the in the front row. <laughs> I mean, it's all of a sudden I don't care who's around or or what's going on. I just I can feel the energy coming from the universe. It's really incredible that song, it's a Disney song. Anyway, that's Kim's entry song. Hi Kim. Hello. How are you guys? Hi Kim. Hi. Long time Kim. no talk. <laughs> We're here. Long time no <laughs> podcast. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, so since you're from Canada, and we kind of span the world here between us three, and we have other colleagues on uh, Facebook that span the rest of the world, <clears throat> I think we have a pretty good colleague going now from Scotland. Well, that's cool. That's like another corner. We're getting it covered. Man. We're getting it covered. Uh, and everybody is beginning to be able to see what Brenda and Kim and I are able to see. Now, Kim, how has your sky been? Has it been um, crazy like mine, or is it? How's it? What's going on up there in Canada? Actually, it has been um, thick clouds, like a quilt, and in the last two days, it's been crystal clear, not a cloud to be seen. It just went from Ooh. one dramatic to the other. <laughs> it was just really weird, and now we're and in a deep so freeze right now. My quilt left mean? me. 
<laughs> when the clouds are over top, it keeps us warmer. And as soon as they disappear, then it gets cold. Like we're right now, we have wind chill, like like cold warnings, like extreme oh. cold warnings. Like last night. Break your nose off of your face, cold warning. Pretty much, yeah. It was down to minus 32 this morning, I think. And the house was cracking. (laughs) (laughs) Wakes you up. Oh, crack. Like, whoa, cool. (laughs) And then the dog starts. (laughs) You're like, wait, what was that? (laughs) Let me check. One, two, three. Yep. Okay, we're good. (laughs) Four? Wait. Okay, five. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so you haven't had, uh, you haven't been posting many, we, like we were, uh, Brenda and I were just saying that it goes in cycles where I will have a bunch of crazy posts and then you will, and then Brenda will, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's interesting how it cycles around and it's not, and sometimes it's all at once. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're just a little group they can cover the entire earth but it's it's interesting how that happens for us and we sometimes get good and bad uh, so um everybody realize that if you just walk out and go and go again well then there's nothing but if you keep your eye out there's rain or Utah, there's rainbow spots every day. All the time of the day, from morning until night, there's rainbow spots uh, on the right or left of the what we call sun dogs. But we know that everything is like those things. Patrick, can I just, just interrupt you for a second? You're getting really choppy. I don't know how how's um, Kim hearing you. Oh, okay. I thought it was just my internet as usual, so I wasn't no, no, hearing no. anything. It's, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Patrick's like every every second or third word, we can't hear you. It's just gone all weird again. Yeah, I thought it was just me. <laughs> no, no, me too. <laughs> okay. Well, you and I sound good. It's him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> See you, Patrick. <laughs> Girls made on the show. <laughs> we can't understand you. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it's terrible. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think you better cut out he, and come back in or something. It's bad. Go <laughs> I'm going to cut no. out and come back in. Oh, that was all right. Okay. I, I'm going to cut out and I'll come back in. Okay. Give us a okay. music break. <laughs>
right, everybody. Hey, it's Patrick Webster-Small, and I am back as a guest on my own show. How's that? How's that for you? All right. So, um, I think you I did that one other time. Yes, uh, you're, you're absolutely correct, Kim. Uh, everybody, this and our next uh, show, which is going to be on a Friday night, it's going to be on the 23rd, Friday night. It's going to be our Christmas show, and I'm going to read the night before Christmas on the air. So uh, this will be our, those will be our last shows on Blog Talk, and then we're going to move over to a new venue, and it's probably going to be Spreaker. So just telling everybody we're looking for better sound quality, and we're going to be looking at upgrading our equipment as well so we can do a better job for you here. This is very important stuff that we're we're talking about now. Are you guys hearing me clearly now? Perfect. Much better. Yeah. Okay, great. So, what I was talking about when uh, uh, when it started, was sounding like that uh, was the was the fact that there is a p- repeating pattern throughout reality that everybody has missed, yet it's called out from the ancients. They called it out many times, and it's why the serpent and the alligator and uh, the bull and the, all, of these, all of these animals were always uh, held up higher than, than being just from the animal kingdom. They were, they were held up as sacred. And there's reasons for that, and we're, what we're doing is we're finding all of that uh, in other things in in reality, and on this show, I really wanted to to give you the Webster phenomena exactly what it is. Okay, we're not we we don't need to start telling you on this show. We're not going to go into like how it connects to the ancients and what you know. But we're, what we need to do is explain to you what's going on. Um, you know, I, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said magic is simply magic is simply that which has yet to be explained by science. I've said that in, in a different way, that everything is nature. Everything is nature. So if it seems outside of your box, it's only because it's what you've been subject to by nature. And there's so much more available. So that's what we're here to to tell you. Um, I I want to explain the Webster phenomenon. We'll get into it. I want to ask a roundtable question, just something that everybody would ask, either of you. Um, and let's start with Kim. What what do you think about all this? What just basically? What do you? What do you? How do you take it? What do you think about it all? I think it's wonderful to see all this kind of stuff. Like I think it's just, um, I don't know. I it, it gives me peace. It really does to know that there is other things beyond what we have here, and we will, you know, eventually move into the next next step okay so um, you recently 
and I hope that we haven't talked about this, but you recently have a, a close person to you who passed over into into the afterlife. Yes. And um, you know, we all, all three of us, have uh, had close people to us that have passed over into the afterlife. And Kim just recently had one, and and I saw your post on Facebook about uh, about that, and it was. I was actually looking at somebody that gets it. Somebody that gets it that you know you you know that it's a transition and it's sad for the people who are here. And it's sad that that whole segment of the soul's existence is over. But you also understand that there's a moving on stage. Exactly. And that's so key when it comes to the whole point of grief. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree yeah. with that? Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, it's not over um, for any of us just because we pass over. It's, you know, we're going to be on to something else that's going to be probably obviously more exciting and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, he, he suffered very much. So, I mean, you know, you hate to say you know, it, it was a good thing for him to die because it was, he, you know, he really went through a lot in the last 19 years with his cancer and stuff like this, but now he's pain-free. He's in a much better place. And, you know, when I was coming home the other day, it was kind of nice because the clouds actually kind of parted and there was actually a very bright star and it was the only one in the sky. So it could have been a planet. I don't know, but it just, Sparkled, and I just thought, yep, that's got to be him sending a sign somewhere, you know. There you go. So yeah, yep. it was just there very you go. nice. Yeah. That's what they that's what they do, and when you're over on that side, not only that is capable, but they can become any part of you, and that's why when you say, well, they're they're with you. I mean, they're mm-hmm. with you closer than you can freaking imagine. You know, they could be sitting in your earlobe or above mm. your earlobe in your little, you know, the little sitting place that's in your ear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks perfect for a little tiny being. Um, mm-hmm. When you have a chance, take the, if you have a cat or a dog, um, especially one that's ears or up, uh, take some pictures of, of your cat or your dog and look at the ears and see what's inside of, I mean, don't take a picture real close, but just kind of of the face, and then look at the ears, zoom in on the ears. You'll be very surprised at what you find. Uh, that's what we do here at the Webster Phenomenon. We find all that, those weird things in life that people have just kind of went, ah, oh, that kind of looks like that, or that kind of looks like that. But what we've done is realized that everything that you're saying that kind of looks like that all looks the same. So there's more to it. And when you start going down that trail and then you follow the trails in the sky, if you guys are seeing the, the uh, uh, slideshow that I have on with the episode, it's ridiculous. And the last chemtrail uh, picture that I posted was, it's a row of people or beings just standing there like they're waiting to, like they're at a general admission concert, they're waiting for the gate to open. Exactly, that was awesome. <laughs> Loved it. Amazing. Okay, uh, Brenda, same question. What do you 
think about all of this? What's your general synopsis of, of what the heck is going on? Well, for me, it's, it's, it's a further to my understanding uh, prior to finding you. So for me, it's, it's the most wonderful thing. Um, it's an extension to my understanding of, uh, you know, the afterlife and, and all the things that we... I mean, in a, lot of, a lot of people in this life dread death or whatever. And for me, it's, it's, it's all positive. I don't see a negative in it at all. Um, when you come to understand it, it actually... It opens your heart and it opens your mind more to acceptance of everything. And I've, I've, I just find that it's, um, it's it, to me, it's amazing, like I said, and it adds to all the other stuff that I've, un, I've been led to understand and all the other stuff I know, it just fits in to all the gaps in my understanding. So it's, it rounds everything out for me. Absolutely. That's what it did for me. Yeah, it, it's just it just puts the it's like when you when you're learning different things about you know whether it's about you know history or one thing or the other or spirit or there's always there's a gap. It's like each piece of the puzzle is separate. As soon as you find yeah, the missing the link. Webster phenomena, it's it's the finishing pieces. It's the pieces that that round yeah. out the puzzle and just just form it all into a nice neat understanding and then once you accept that it it rounds out a lot of other things and a lot of other understandings in your life as well um, like I said with acceptance of, of people's passing and things like that and just Absolutely. I mean yeah just to Kim I think that the one of the hardest things that we um, when someone someone close to us passes you can never say you expect them to die. However, you the hardest thing is accepting the, the non-physicality of the person, them not actually physically being there anymore. Very true. We, know, we, we understand that they're there in spirit and that they're, they're there for us all the time. It's just, it's the physicality. It's having them to hug and to hold and to all these things. That's the hardest thing. However, in the understanding that they've, like you said, that they're no longer in pain and they're not suffering anymore, that is the greatest gift that they, they've been given to move on and to experience none of that anymore. Yeah, definitely. Right. Now, now um, I agree with that. Uh, there's also another perspective uh, when it comes to being here in 3D, coming to 3D to experience everything, including pain. Because yeah. before you come here, you know you're going to bounce, you're going to be out of it, and that it's a fleeting moment in the timeline of, of you know, universal time, which is not a straight line. So when it comes to uh, experiencing here in 3D, pain uh, could, uh, uh, what's the best way to put this, could be what the person was looking for and that they needed to experience that and that 
you know, from, uh, from this side perspective, when the person is behind the veil, they don't remember that, oh, yes, I was here to experience this, but yet they deal with it. They don't uh, take their own life. They let nature take their life, and they, they still go through with it. So there has to be some, you know what I mean? It's like they're going to go along with it because otherwise – when you're in so much pain, it's, it's, I mean, I guess that pain pills sure keep a lot of people alive. I guess that's true. That pain yeah. medicine keeps a lot of people alive because otherwise they'd go insane. Um, I totally get that. And I understand that that's possible. So I'm just giving another perspective. Although we know that being here in spirit doesn't mean you're some ghost walking around the same exact size as you always were and, in physical 3d you can be tiny a little speck you can be the entire wall you can be anything you can sit inside someone's ear like i said it's very peter pan like it's it's all all choice when you go over to the spirit world it's it's how you choose it's it's what you want it to be yeah it's nature and it's It's and that's and Yes, and turning it around where you were saying just before about um, h- how we get to be here, um, you know, when we, when we, if people want to say incarnate here, to, a, lot, a lot of understanding is that it's a choice. You choose your, the way that you come and the way that you go. And Yeah, that very, and, well, that very well is Yes, and to be more God-like. Well, to be more like spirit or to be more like source, you have to experience everything. So if you're someone who's incarnated many times, there may be certain parts of the incarnation that you haven't experienced. You may have just had, you know, if you had a previous incarnation, you may have just got old and died and didn't experience any pain or any tragedy or much loss. In this lifetime, to be more godlike, you have to experience these things. So you've come back to agree to experience these particular things because to be godlike you have to experience all things and for god to experience everything he uses us to have all these experiences and to know what they all are yes now that's a very general way to put it that's very general <laughs> you can't go too deep because people don't understand no. it so that I, I know that yeah. i know and I just, I just wanted to, for people to connect with that on a general level, what she said. It's very important uh, that uh, just to know your origin uh, started before this and will go beyond this. And what the Webster phenomena is doing is proving that there is an afterlife. And when we start talking about prophecy and stuff, all we're doing is putting together that, hey, prophecy talks about this. We're finding the beginnings of prophecy getting ready to start rolling. I mean, it's rolling. But that's what we do is we're giving you the background to be like, oh, yeah, wow, I didn't see that coming. Wow, in the clouds, huh? Oh, that is what the prophecy says, but still, I never would have thought. Well, when they started shooting trails or when airplane exhaust started turning into something else in the sky, that's when it was time to go, hmm, folks. 
the government's saying nothing. Uh, people are talking about it on YouTube like it's poison. And that's pretty much where it, or that it's some geoengineering that they're, you know, no, it's all about these aliens that are not really aliens, but they are the ancient aliens. So we're going to get into the Webster phenomenon. What I wanted to really quick hit uh, something that Kim said about that this, that the Webster phenomenon or the finding of this, of these beings and that this whole world, this whole other realm is going on, um, not just in the sky, but especially in the sky. And you said that it created peace for you knowing that they're there. Oh, for sure. What does that mean? Well, see, before all of this, like I, I was one that, feared death I really was and then after I started to get on to following you and stuff like this like there's nothing to fear so to me it's peace to know that you know it's not just here we're going into something else and we're going to be doing something else later it's you like it's hard to explain but it's just I feel comfort not at all that this is not the end you know like I think at one time you had said it was like you know, we're here on a camp, and then, you know, once the camp is over, we're going into another another thing. So that's the right. way I've taken it, and it's that's brought me peace to not be afraid of what's going to be happening in the future. So that's where I get my peace from, knowing that, you know, this is not That's it. amazing. That's just, that's awesome to hear. Um, I understand the piece and I, I totally get that, uh, that it also helps me in that way. And I know Bren too, that it helps in that way to, to just not fear death at all. Um, but it also for me creates a, a frustration, but that's only because I'm, I really believe that the world should be seeing this and they're not. And I'm frustrated by it, a little bit saddened, but mostly frustrated. Like, come on, you guys. If we all imagine, you guys, if we all got this, how the world would change and people would understand, wow, how would it change? You know, I'm not really sure exactly. But we would evolve in knowing that life isn't just this big uh, slave gig of having to do this what everybody else tells you to do and what time to be there and how much you're going to get paid and how much you have to live off of even though the cost of living is usually way higher than what you can possibly make believe me everybody I'm, I connect with that I connect with you on that level for sure I understand that we're all on this in this slave gig and once you realize these beings are there, if you, there's only one or two of us, it's pretty frustrating. But if it was the whole world, that's different. Now we can all understand, wow, we kind of live in more of a fantasy world than we thought. Well, maybe we should be acting a little bit more like that instead of being so worried about the politics and who's ripping who off and who's got the nastiest 
campaign and who can say the worst things about people and how much hidden contempt there is out there on the road. I mean, man, people are ready to go off on each other and it could be way different. People would be like, wouldn't even think about anything but giving to the next person. Like, Hey, I have some extra zucchini from my garden and here's a, you know, whatever else, a bushel of apples. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I but think if they do all... that a lot. Sorry, I think they do that a lot just yeah. to keep people in fear, and it keeps them in that rut. For and, sure. and that's the really sad thing because people they keep don't you look right at... on the edge of yeah. being able to survive. And actually, cost of living is always a little higher. And the whole like minimum wage thing—that's a joke. That's put there to not to help people. That's not there to help. That's there to hurt. To say, here's what we say the least you can, the, here's what we say you can live on. It's impossible. And it's just, it's crazy that I don't care if somebody works at Walmart. It's a human being and your time is being spent to make some corporation oodles of money. Maybe they should, should turn be that upside paid. down. It should turn all be turned upside should, down. Yeah, just like, you know. What's the maximum wage? Well, mm. <laughs> right. Instead of saying what you get for minimum wage, there should be a cap on what you can get as a maximum wage. It should be a whole system. You know how it, how long you stay with the company and show your loyalty. That should be rewarded, not just from little you know chintzy raises, but it should be like, hey, then this person should get a serious percentage raise when you're there for a year. I mean, a year of your time. Man, that's a that's a lot. Now, what well, is see, people that put in ten years, twenty years? Well, see, years ago know. they used to have um, in some businesses, you know, with your loyalty and, your, and with your staying in the company, they they do some type of profit sharing or some sharing amongst the the people. But now with corporations, um, you know, getting bigger and bigger, they're just getting greedier and greedier, and they've cut all that out. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to give that away. Some uh, companies do. Starbucks does does that. Um, some companies have got back into that, and there are some good companies out there. I'm not talking crap about everybody. It's, I know that there's good companies that are starting up, and I like the grassroots stuff that's happening and all the natural um, junk, that, uh, not junk, all the natural uh, food and products that are coming out, um, the cleaning products that are natural, that are good for the environment or they don't hurt the environment and they're actually easier like on your clothing and all that kind of stuff. Hey, that's huge. That's huge. Those things make a difference. So thank you to those people. Um, okay. Yeah, and, and rewarding employees too. If you have loyal employees to have a, yeah. a sharing system or a bonus system for someone who works for you and is, you know, works hard for you or your company and continues to, you know, to, to do above and beyond what they would normally do, they should be rewarded because sure. people who are rewarded are people who work harder and generally make your company um, more well known and better off because it's 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 a moral standing for them. It's and if you don't pay your employees what they're worth and what their time is and show them that they're valuable to you, it's demoralising, and people just yep. don't want to be there. So come on, employers. And, uh, and people just don't take it. Get, 
I don't know what to say. It's like there people are like, well, what am I supposed to do? Not work? It's like, man, I wish we could. There's a transition point, and I feel like the Webster phenomena and finding these beings is part of it because it, once this goes to mass consciousness, then there's going to be groups of people that get together and create, I don't want to say communes, but communities that are self-sufficient and use free energy and grow your own food and raise your own food and you're self-sustaining within yourself and it's more like the Shire than it is the the city where it's just like things are just so, I mean, stress is just, top level and well, I know. It, it, we stop worrying about getting ahead in life you know when it comes to what I own and what I can't take with me and you start caring more about your wisdom and your knowledge and what you really know and things like the Webster phenomena come across your plate you freaking listen this is a this is something that you need to listen to go ahead Kim I'm sorry Oh, no, that's okay. I was just going to say, like, you know, long, like, 30 years ago, you know, people had, like you say, their own chickens, their, they had a pig, they had cows, they raised their own meat and stuff like that. They have their own gardens and whatnot. They did a little bit of farming. And now, you know, it's just, you know, go big or go home. So now all these bigger farmers have bought out all these little guys. So now these farmers are huge. Like they have like 16, 20, 24, some have 32 quarters of land or, you know, it, which is huge. And now this past uh, fall, because it was kind of wet and uh, like um, some of the farmers that were so huge, they didn't have a chance to, to get all their crops off. So now we still have their snow and there's still some crops out in the field. So now they're getting too big because now they can't <laughs> look after what they have. So to me, that's just greed more than anything. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, it's before everybody was happy, everybody had their little bits and stuff. Everything was, you know, just what they needed to, to get by. Nobody herded, you know, for, for cash or anything like that. But now all these little guys are drowned out and, have nothing and all these big guys are going to crash because they're too big and they can't get their crops off. It just well, what they're, yeah. what they're doing is they, they, they created a monopoly so they could, uh, so they could create, so they could watch the surplus and regulate the prices. If they have all of the goods, then they can regulate the pricing. So, you know, by and the pricing of those kind of goods are always depend on, the availability or if there's a surplus the, the other the other thing that needs to be looked at too in many communities even here in australia is um when people you know we like to grow our own stuff and have a few animals or whatever to raise on our own but trouble is when you live in suburbia you've got zoning regulations and these regulations absolutely stamp out any chance you have of being able to do that so, you know, with a with a community that wishes to do that, we really have to think about going to our local governments and saying, you know, they need to really loosen up those zoning laws and allowing us to to be a little self-sufficient and to be allowed to, you know, turn our front yards into a vegetable patch if you want to because a lot of places you're not allowed to do it, which is just wrong. I mean, you should be able to use your land for whatever you wish to if it's not harming somebody else. And yeah, but if you're in a, that should be if you're allowed in an HOA to be done. or something like that, no way. 
won't happen. Yeah. Um, that's that's crazy. I mean, uh, everybody, you can start to see that this world has really pinched everybody. And it, it's just where we sit now. Um, if you're doing good right now, you're going, ah, I don't care, I'm doing good. So if right now you're doing good, you know what, more power to you. And I hope you are doing good. Um, I'm not saying we're not doing good. I'm just saying that I know that there's people in this world that work their ass off and they're still worrying about their bills. And there should be no reason for that. No reason at all. So we're going to talk about the Webster phenomenon. On the other side of this break, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask a question and uh, it's, uh, this is a roundtable question for the ladies. And I was, uh, I am going to ask who do you think I am in all of this? And who do you think you are in all of this? Because you must be somebody especial. You must be somebody especial when it comes to uh, the prophecy and the forthcoming of the beasts of heaven, or you wouldn't be involved in this. This is Patrick Webster Small and the Webster Phenomenon. We'll be back on the other side of this break. This is Dr. Love.
Check it out. December 10th. Oh my gosh, 2016's almost over, and uh, we're ramping up for 2017. Uh, Brenda's uh, uh, predictions for 2017 is we're going to have some kind of event. Uh, I fully agree with that. I'd be surprised if we make it to 2017. The skies have been crazy. Kim's here. What's next? (laughs) (laughs) What's next? (laughs) Oh, man. All right, well, welcome back to the Webster Phenomenon. Everybody, uh, about my website, it has uh, been blacklisted. And what that means is it was hacked, and it was used as a spam server to do whatever. So they put it, they blacklisted it, and I have to try to clear it off the blacklist. Um, That's what happened to the website. I'm hoping to get it back up. If I don't, I will create a new one. Uh, It it doesn't matter. We're not going to stop. Um, I have all the content. It's not a problem. I can get it back up there. It'll, it may take me a month or two. Uh, so you're going to have to follow me on Facebook. Go to the Webster Phenomena on Facebook. Go to Patrick W. Small. Uh, or you can go to, I think it's just Patrick Small or Patrick Small Online. And you can also go to uh, Twitter and join me there. Um, although I pretty much just put stuff out like a, kind of like the ticker tape news feed. I just put stuff out there. I don't really read what's going on. So just being honest, uh, get a hold of me on Facebook if you're going to get a hold of me. Uh, this is super important stuff. The Webster Phenomena is to explain what this phenomena is. It is the discovery and the realization. In other words, realizing something that's already been there. So it's the discovery and it's the realization that extraterrestrials, what we see as extraterrestrials, are actually creating all of reality by using themselves to create it. Now we were talking about God and experience and the, pers- the God perspective. Uh, so we are all just little experiencers, nerve endings for, for the, the creator. And we're all, you know, how else, what's the best way to experience everything and as many things as possible at once is create a bunch of yous <laughs> or me's <laughs> or us. Uh, so that's pretty much in general what's going on. The Webster phenomena it has found a being. And what I mean by that is an animal style uh, physical bodied being that is in the etheric right now 
and it's in the etheric mainly as the clouds. It's where you can see it. It's really right now all you need to concern yourself with is the fact that these beings are coming in the clouds. Have they been there this whole time? That is truly irrelevant. What matters right now is right now. Now, everybody, please pay attention to the clouds. There is a reptile being that it has repeated itself through the clouds. And this is, this is connected to Anu or Kanum and all the other Egyptian gods and Sumerian gods. If you want to look into that, please do. And then look at the clouds. That's a good thing to tell you. Just let you do it. Let you find out what you find out and come back and talk to me. When it comes to the Webster phenomena, we do know what we're talking about when it comes to the being. And I'm going to explain that to you. Now, I, I asked a question before the song. Who do you think I am in all of this? Now, is that a narcissistic thing to ask? No, because I think people need to grasp that we are the only three people uh, who can come out and boldface talk about this with 100% confidence. So I think it needs to be talked about between us and uh and people can can listen listen in so that's basically the what's happening right now it's a round table between us three and uh, uh brenda why don't you go ahead and start okay who you are in all this is um the information that i've been given is that Oh, from on high, basically, this is your being. Is this is your assignment? This is something that you've been given to give to humanity to absolutely get them to understand what is happening truthfully in the world. Um, as you know, it's not something that's come easily. Um, your life hasn't been an easy one, and it's been a long time for you and it's not just this incarnation it's many of the ones before it um well uh yeah you just the person who you're the, the the front runner in this and they've put you in this position because you do have the ability to stand up and say it as it is and you don't have that um, you know, when people criticise you, don't back down. You're not someone who's going to adjust your your thinking and your how you um, how you come across just because someone criticises you. That's that's something that you're very steadfast about. As for myself in this, mine is a complicated position. It has been since the since basically the onset of not just the Webster phenomena, but way before. I have been. I was sent here to find you, and I found you, and to support you in this. And this is what we have to do: is bring this to all of humanity, and just keep on doing it. And it's really hard for us because, as as you said earlier, it is so frustrating to 
keep on getting the criticism and the condemnation of people and just the arrogance and the and the blindness of, of people just either not wanting to open their minds or to you know, just 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 look. Just stop, you know, all the scientific babble because there's no science that's caught up with this yet. So right. you can't apply a science to it. You can't apply science that doesn't exist to explain this. You can't explain it in that way. So put that aside and just look at it for what it is. And that's that's your big frustration and mine as well, is just getting people to actually grasp that fact, you know, and, and just accept right. what they are seeing and to take it in and to, to not shut it out because they say, oh, it's just for this or it's just for that. It's not just anything. It is what it is. It is what it is. That is so true. I feel so many times that it's hard that I want to, I think a lot of my frustration besides the, just the ignorance of not looking up, even when I'm taking pictures, folks, somewhere, people don't look up. I'm pointed towards the sky. I'm taking pictures. People think I'm taking selfies. That's what we got, folks. People think I'm, I'm – I all of a sudden realized that the other day. Like, wow, people think I'm taking pictures of myself, like, from up high, you know, how it, it looks all cool like that. Like, hey, I'm, I'm, here's me from up high. Here's me from down low. Here's me from straight on. Here's me from the side. Here's me with kissy lips. <laughs> With duck face. Yeah, God. Here's me with duck face. Something I can't stand on Facebook, and that's it. All right, Kim. All right, Kim. Um, what do you got? I, I've always told you that you were definitely chosen for this. Um, you just know so much, and I don't believe it's just that you read and research things, you have been given this um, knowledge other ways, other than just reading material and, and, and stuff that you see. It's, it's in you somehow. It's just like an instinct that, you know, when an animal is born or whatever, they just know what to do. Yes, the parents can kind of show them and stuff like that, but it's an instinct. You have been given that instinct to pass on all this information and the stuff that you come like um, put together is unbelievable. Like it always keeps, it has my mouth in, in awe because it's like, wow, where did you get that from? Like you see so many things that other people would never even think of it. As for me, for yeah. one, you know, like you, you do them like, oh, cool. Okay. That makes sense. And, and not, you know, this hokey pokey stuff. To me, it all makes sense. It makes absolute sense. And um, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Kim's been a player in this for a while, and I've known Kim for a long time through another friend who's now on the other side of all things. Uh, it's just funny how everything works. Uh and and Kim has grown from uh, 
you know, this kind of, um, gosh, I, I don't know how to put it, um, very innocent and like the so innocent that, you know, it's kind of like, man, you know, have you, have you lived at all? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, Kimmy's but, not me. She grew up under a rock. <laughs> and, and then she finds the Webster phenomena, and she's, um, she's starting to, I think it was like fertilizer. <laughs> because she's really, she uh, gets it. And um, even sometimes, you know, uh, both of the ladies on the show uh, show me things that I don't even see sometimes. Um, and I do that as well for them. So uh, we, it's a team effort. Uh, and, um, you know, gosh, everybody, we're here for you. We're, I mean, we're doing this for humanity. Do you, have you heard any commercials? No, you're not going to. Um, if you want to go on CrowdRise, uh, you can uh, go to, Patrick Small, you can look me up, and I've got a couple things there that you can give to, and I thank you uh, to um, the people that have donated, and also the people, the the very few people that support the Webster phenomenon. Both of those are right here on the show with me. <laughs> so that's how much that's how much we care about uh, humanity is that we do all this, basically we pay for it. We do it for free and we pay for it. Um, and I, I think it's just that it's an inherent thing, like Kim was saying, that this knowledge is inherent in me. I just know these beings. I just know how they, how they are, how they look, how they act, where they're from, uh, what they, you know, uh, their interesting characteristics. So we're going to get into that right now. We're going to get into the being's characteristics. Uh, these beings are reptilian. Uh, they have a very emotion-filled look to them. The emotion's not always the same. Uh, their faces uh, many times look like a dolphin or the cross between a dolphin and a bear. They have spotty skin. They have very long arms uh, and strong arms. Uh, they have what may look like clamper hands, but actually what the clamper is on their hand is not the claw like it is a, uh, a crab. It's a serpent mouth. Now, if you study these beings, you will begin to see how they, how they do this and that every single being has these hands, these hands that are serpents. Now, these serpents can morph from serpent into dragon, and that's where the dragons come from, is from these beings' hands. This is real. If you look at uh, my pictures um, I was going to say on my website, but that's not going to happen. Um, Kim, you're getting kind of choppy there. I'm going to I'm going to put you on hold for a second. You can do. I'm not sure what you can do with that, but um, if you drop out, I'll send you another invite. Uh, okay. 
these beings are the best way to do this is to compare them to something that you know here on earth because they're not earthly beings. There are beings here that have the characteristics like uh, Bren, what's the characteristic? Uh, is it the gecko or the chameleon that has the, the clamper hands? The chameleon. Chameleon has the clamper hands. Yeah, it doesn't have a, fingers. No, uh, so the back foot has sort of a couple of fingers, but the front ones have like a big, like a sort of looks like a cra- crab claw on one side, but with the thumb that comes around. So right. yeah, it's a chameleon. Okay, and then also think about it. The chameleon is the master of disguise. Yeah. Oh, he blends so into everything that he sits on. He blends <laughs> in. Yeah. He likes to he likes to blend in. He likes to sit in the background, and be subtle. Who does that sound like? That sounds like our elemental beings. They like to be the clouds, but now what's happening, especially with the advent of all of this, uh, all of these trails, whatever the trails are. They are aiding this scenario. They're aiding it. It's making it happen. You can see in the picture that I put up that all the beings are standing there. It's, it's unbelievable. So, so this being, it's an aquatic being. It's from between tan and green in color. It's got, uh, Sharp teeth, usually. A lot of times it likes to show just regular, normal square teeth. It's very interesting. These are very interesting beings in this entire scenario. You have to have a very open mind. A very open mind. Let's see how Kim's doing here. Let's see if we can get her back. Kim? Am I still scratchy? No, that's pretty good. (laughs) Okay. Um, You know... Uh, Kim, I'm not going to say that your mind was closed because it couldn't have been, but how does it feel to have your world? Um, because I've always kind of been into metaphysical stuff and Brenda always has, you know, and she's a medium and, and, um, I'm a hypnotherapist and, uh, you know, I have that under my belt, I should say. Uh, but uh, you have pretty much not been involved in those kind of things. Is that correct? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> uh, not witchcraft or, I mean, <laughs> no. Dawn is, Dawn is Wiccan. And so, we, you know, we have, we all kind of have this background of something that is, would lead towards this and you don't. How did you connect your mind uh, to this, to be able to really grasp that, wow, there's beings that it doesn't matter what size they are. They're tiny and they're huge and they're standing on clouds. They are the clouds. The ships are clouds. There's apparatus up there. There's eyes looking at me constantly. Now you see it in flowers. Now you see it in rocks, in water, uh, in the snow, (laughs) in trees and bushes. I mean, they are trees and bushes. If you watch Pete's dragon, pretty interesting to watch how the dragon turns into a tree and i how many pictures do i have of of trees that are that are these beings so kim what i'm asking 
And I'm asking this for everybody who's listening. How do you relate with this? Well, like I've never thought of anything like this until I, you know, started following you and stuff like this. And you had all your posts and stuff and I got into it and it just made sense to me. It just, like, I mean, I, I have an open mind. And I think that's the biggest thing that I just see these things and uh, I if, if there's anything that there is a doubt or whatever, like when I see some pictures and stuff, and if there's something that's just not quite right, that whether it looks Photoshopped or whatever, then I, I won't even go there. But there's, there's no, there's nothing that I've ever seen of yours that has been like tampered with or anything other than just maybe enhancing nope. the colors and stuff. But you see some of these other things on, uh, you know, like, uh, the Nibiru group, they'll have all these different kinds. And you could tell it's a reflection in a, in a, in a window or something. Like to me, right. it has to be true in order for me to believe it. Or but it's all always that, the, the lens flare. Lens flare. That's yeah. the way. The yeah, lens flare is, a, is <laughs> another <laughs> galaxy. It's another <laughs> galaxy, not a planet. It's, it's a galaxy. <laughs> so, no, but when I <laughs> see that, that's the first thing I'm like, yeah, okay, next. <laughs> Yeah, they're out. pointing out the lens. They've got a being in the picture, and they're pointing out the lens flare that's to the left of the being. Look, it's a galaxy. It's like, are you kidding me? That's how lame you are? There was one that I had seen. It was maybe a couple months ago. This girl had taken a picture in her, you could tell it was in her car, and there was a reflection of her camera in the window. But it looked like, you know, there was, you know, these flying uh little light things in there and you could tell it's just the way she was moving her camera and then all the comments below it I'm thinking you've got to be kidding me you actually believe this and you don't believe Patrick <laughs> it was just beyond me that people would believe that so finally I, I, I just put on there I said that is just a reflection in in you know like the, the windshield like you can see it it was oh. just funny but yet all your stuff there is nothing that can um, deny what what you see. Like you're you're like I can get those kind of pictures too, which you have seen. So I know that it's just not you, and I know it's just not Brenda. I can get the same thing, and you know, and I. Yeah, but nobody that's else. That's how can. you know it's not. That's how you know it's not mucked around with because you exactly. do get the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see that one? the one picture someone posted once ages ago, oh, my God, there's this, it was like a multicolored rainbow type thing, and they go, oh, it's a portal to another dimension. Now, the person was filming out their car bloody window, and some, they had, um, you know how you have the, the like the, the, shade, the, tinting, the, on, the tinting on the window? Uh-huh. And depending yeah. which way they held the camera, it brought up the rainbow colored t- in the tint. Mm-hmm. And they tried trying to say that this was an interdimensional portal, and I'm like, oh, for God's sake, you know, just, just give it a rip. <laughs> it's an interdimensional <laughs> portal in my car window. Yeah, right, right through the windshield, yeah. <laughs> or the lamps that they have in the reflection, you know, so oh. it looks like this, you know, UFO is coming through the clouds and stuff, and you're going, no, it's Oh, the that's reflection. the greatest ones. <laughs> those are awesome. I love those. Those actually look pretty freaking real. <laughs> I've seen some ones that have fooled me until we were like, we were kind of like, hey, isn't that like their dining room chandelier? 
Oh, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, wow, that was pretty good. Good job, man. And then remember that one where there was the, the light was moving up on the cloud and somebody had just a ton of, of uh, views on it. It was on Facebook. And so I took it and worked the picture and brought out the being who was actually moving the light around, up, had, had his hand <laughs> over the sun. And I and I brought out the being in the in the film, and then everybody was like, "It was quiet. The room gets quiet. What is that? How come it's not seven million hits? What is that, you guys? What is that? Is there a curse on this stuff to where only certain people get through? They're just not ready for it. No, but it's with anything. It's really, really stupid. People put stuff on Facebook. The absolute most bullshit stuff you could ever possibly imagine and they'll get you know 150,000 comments or some stupid thing on it and how many thousand bloody views on it and then as soon as you put as soon as you put a truthful comment there crickets man nothing crickets no likes nobody cares I had a I had a couple like that the other day myself that I made comments on and as soon as I put the comment there that was a fact and I could prove it everyone steered clear of it it was like what you know, oops, we'll go around Done that way. Done with this one. On comments. to the next one. Yeah. It was like as soon as you put the facts there and you actually well, don't, don't like the word debunk, but you just, you know, throw the shit in the fan for them, they, they everybody's like, yep. oh, oh, but, it, it, you know, okay. and you're like, oh. So basically, if you, everybody, you see my pictures. You know what I'm taking a picture of. Um, I, I'm very it's very obvious to me because I know exactly what I'm taking a picture of. That's why my pictures are all, uh, they look like they do because I know what they are. That's when you can tell when somebody doesn't know what the hell they're taking a picture of when they're number one, pointing out lens flares and calling them something. They're completely amateur. It doesn't take much of a, much intelligence to know what a lens flare is. If you've taken a few pictures if you see a picture you can't make out or you don't know what it is, you have no clue even what, the, what it is that they're showing you, get off of that. Don't follow that anymore. That's my advice because that's just messing with your head. I've seen people go off the deep end over this stuff, and they just can't find it. When they hear me like, hey, I found this, they're like, oh, no, no, that can't be. It can't be you. <laughs> Guess what, guys? It's me. Oh yeah, um, yeah, it is. Uh, that's just the way it goes. I think it's really time for some of this right now. I, I'm feeling it, man. It's all about it. <laughs>
guys love that. All right. <laughs> this is Patrick Webster Small, the Webster Phenomenon. I'm here with Brenda Scott, my colleague in Australia. I'm here with Kim Dahl, my colleague from Canada. We are talking about the being that has been discovered and uh, that has been discovered right here in this group. And uh, this being can be seen in the clouds. It can be seen everywhere, but we will start with the clouds. Uh, This being is the dragon. This is the dragon that has been, uh, went down in myth. Uh, And uh, this is where this myth came from, is from the hands and the arms. The long neck is the arm of this being that we have located And it is the elemental being, meaning that it represents all of the elements, that it can manipulate the elements, that it actually is the elements. It is everything. Uh, I know that's hard to grasp, but this being, its signature, in other words, its look, is everything. It's in everything. It's everywhere. It is the repeating signature of the creator because it's the image of the creator. Now, this being has two eyes. It looks like, what do you guys say? Alligator would be the best. uh, I'm talking about the face, not the dragon faces, but the actual main face of the being. Now, you guys, there's very few people that can decipher what that is. What's the main face of the being? But it's the face of, of Horus. And uh, this being isn't exactly a beaked animal, although it does have a beak-shaped nose. You see how hard it is to explain? Yeah. So, so an alligator... I would say the beak is more, is more like a dolphin's beak or a porpoise. Yes. Yes. So it's got that longishness about it. And, I mean, porpoise have teeth as well, so there is that sort of alligator yeah. come porpoise-type um, element to it. So, you know, like you said, when they open and you see teeth, you're, you're, you're seeing the combo of the two because, you know, with the, with the long nose sort of thing. So it depends how your eye probably sees it as well. Yeah. But it really has that... It is a sort of a blends with the two. Okay, so oh, I'm choking on some some chocolate here. Um, I knew you were eating chocolate. <laughs> uh, eating chocolate. Yep. Ah, it's so good. <laughs> Sweet tooth. Um, <laughs> uh, well, earlier my my kind boss. Uh, at my place of business. Now I work at a cool place where, you know, I don't get all the the sick time and all that, but he, you know, he took us out to dinner for, um, he took his crew out to dinner today for, uh, for Christmas and, and, you know, gave us a little something, something, nothing major, nothing like Clark, you know, Griswold was looking forward to, but just, you know, just something to make it happy, make it a happy time. So uh, uh, I that was cool, and I stuffed myself basically where what I was getting at. So now I'm having dessert. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was awesome. So thanks, Lynn. Um, okay, 
Now, the, these chemtrails, what people call chemtrails, and somebody asked me about conspiracy theories. This is not a conspiracy theory. There is no conspiracy involved. We're not saying anybody hid anything. We're not saying anything like that. We're not saying that the trails are there to depopulate Earth or do any harm to humans. What we are saying is that these trails, and we call them chemtrails because they're, they're spelled K-H-E-M for the people of ancient Egypt, were called the people of Chem. So these are chemtrails, and if you look at my last chemtrail, that proves that I'm correct about that, my chemtrail picture, and it's on this slideshow, and it shows a row of basically ancients standing there going, um, so you called? Did you guys want something? I mean, there's probably, if, you, if we, we need to count, but uh, my guess is there's probably a thousand of them standing right there, just in that little one trail, a thousand ancient souls, ghosts, if you will. And they're in a cloud, so what do clouds do? They rain. What happens when they rain down here on Earth? You don't think they already are here? Oh, man. We could call this an invasion if we wanted. We could get really weird here on the Webster Phenomenon, just be like, aliens are invading. I'll bet you we'd get a heck of a lot more listeners that way. Yeah, they're invading one drop at a time. (laughs) Yeah. They're invading. They're actually creating your ear Mm. and your face and your other parts. You'd be surprised where you find these beings. We find them all over my hair all the time, right, guys? My beard. Just weird. Weird stuff. I was on Skype with Brenda yesterday, and I'm like, I put my head down. I'm like, here, see what you see. She's like, oh, yep, dragon. Just straight out. I could see him in the in the in my camera. Dragon on top of my head. In other words, it was a, like a hologram picture. Would you? Is that how you would explain it, Brent? Yep. Definitely. Like a holographic picture superimposed it's, it's like over a, my hair. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. Is um, I don't know if people are familiar with those those uh, you know those uh, what do they call them? Those pictures that you used to stare at and then they'd become like 3D. Uh, yeah. What do they used to call them? It used to, like it was just a picture of all sorts of stuff. And then if you stared at it for a certain amount of time and relaxed your eyes, you'd see this three-dimensional picture appear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's like. So when I look at it, if yeah. I just relax my eyes and look at your the top of your head, suddenly there's this, <laughs> this three-dimensional things staring at me <laughs> yeah i mean we could do a whole tv show on on the top of my head would, and you know i mean they, your sweet. beard's a whole other story because i found oh god so many beings in there everything from jesus i think i found confucius in there once and yeah, then the Buddha, other time i found, a, demons, yeah, I found angels uh, i think a, oh. what a, a, a templar so, uh a nice, oh, yeah, with the, I found in with there the with a big sword. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember that. I'm sure we have all those pictures saved somewhere. Oh, we've yeah, got millions of pictures. pictures saved, I had to millions. draw them, and I can't draw very well, but I did manage to draw them. <laughs> yeah, you can. You're pretty good at it. 
Okay, what am I eating now? You guys get two guesses each. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. There you go. What am I eating? Are you still in the chocolate? Nope, it's not chocolate. But it goes well with it. Okay. It's a fruit. It's a fruit. It's a fruit. (laughs) Strawberry. A A what? Strawberry. (laughs) Oh, that does go good with chocolate, but no. Of course. (laughs) Okay, that's one for you. Banana. (laughs) Nope. Strike two. Banana dipped in chocolate. Well, I said penis, but she said it was a fruit. (laughs) Yeah, so you get two more. Depends what tree it grows on. (laughs) Chocolate. (laughs) Brenda. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) Okay, it's a fruit. Chocolate's not a fruit, Kim. How many times do I have to tell you? Chocolate's (laughs) not a fruit. I'm thinking we go field of its own. It's it's a food group on its own. (laughs) It is. It's called the cacao bean, right? Cacao, yeah. Cacao. Cacao bean. All right, come on, Kim. What's up? What's up? (laughs) Come on, Canadian. What's up? Well, I know it's not an apple because I hear you crunching an apple. (laughs) No, it's not an apple. Orange. Wow. That was loud. (laughs) <laughs> Blasting my ears out <laughs> Brenda how many guesses do you get I don't know <laughs> Alright Kim you get one more You haven't even given me one I did What peanut I said, Yes and then I said I, Apple but I would hear you crunching an apple Right So I didn't think that was a guess Oh, Come on throw me out a couple <laughs> What would I be eating What would I just be eating right now Finger food Finger food, but she said it's it's a fruit. It is. Finger food. Finger fruit. Finger fruit. Well, raisins yeah. are... Yep. Raisin used to be a fruit. <laughs> you can't form your answer like that. That's not fair. What? That's like putting a little protective shield around your answer and like, That's let me just see if I can slip this in. And if he says yes, then I win. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I'm on to you. Uh, All right. I have no idea. Grapes, man. Grapes. Oh, oh that's okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I was actually thinking that before, and then I thought, nah, that don't go real well with chocolate and me. So I didn't say anything. Oh, grapes and chocolate? Come on, you guys. Chocolate you grapes? Yeah, that's Nah. I was it thinking it, and I thought, nah, I wouldn't eat grapes and chocolate at the same time. <laughs> mm, I am. All right. When what we're gonna do now is I want to play you a song because this song is means a lot to me and uh, you know a, kind of an interesting era of my life. But life is weird, huh? I, it, it's so up and down, and and usually opportunities come up all the time. But have people realized that op, that it seems like opportunity is few and far between now, as, uh, uh, as opposed to how it was. I don't know, 10 years ago, five years, 20 years, where it seemed like there was so many, op- so much opportunity that just would come along and synchronize with your life. And right now that life is, it, I, I'm, I'm not sure. So I'm just kind of putting that out there. I want you guys, you two to think about that. 
uh, and also think about your description of Patrick's dragon. What? I don't know. We'll check that out here in a minute. I wanted to come back early and just kind of cut that song off, but I, you know, the audio on this server is just not good, um, and we're going to be moving over to a different format 
soon uh, in 2017. Uh, we have one more show coming up this year, and it's going to be December 23rd. And that's going to be our Christmas show, and we'll be reading some, some Christmas stuff and having some fun listening to some Christmas music. So it's going to be a fun show. We will talk about the Webster phenomena, and I'm sure that we'll slam the Nibiru site and all that stuff. But, you know, we'll just do our usual thing. <laughs> uh, but when it comes to uh, when it comes to the Webster phenomena, what you're looking at in the sky doesn't come through to your mind, and I'll tell you why. It doesn't come through because you are looking at something that's basically created by Dr. Seuss and produced by Tim Burton. That's what you're looking at, folks. It's very far outside of the human realm when it comes to understanding or being able to grasp. It's kind of like Roger Rabbit uh, scenario where cartoon meets 3D. This is happening. This is no bullshit. This is happening. I would never spend my Saturday night uh, on here on a podcast if I didn't think that this was very, very important for humanity to understand that this is happening. It's getting more intense. It's coming, basically. It's coming towards us instead of moving away from us. It's coming towards us. And it connects all of the ancient stuff that people have found around the world. When we can integrate with all these researchers, they will, their research will go very far from the, the Webster phenomenon. Now, uh, Kim? Yes? Can you please tell us, tell everybody, what you see, uh, the, the dragon, the elemental being, the main being. Now, we know that there are many different looks to these beings. And many of them look like E.T. And many of them are ships, are actually ships. Brenda and I have, are really honing down on that. And, you know, we know things all the way to, to what's going on with the moon. And you won't believe it, people. I mean, the moon thing is just... Can we all three uh, agree that the moon thing is is pretty much beyond anybody's fathom, even our own? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just Kim. You, Kim, you get you get me. You know yep. what I'm talking about. You betcha. Yeah, and uh, it, it's just it, it's beyond fathom. So, uh, Kim, please just casually and. You know, you don't have to hurry your your explanation. Just let use your time here to tell people what they're looking for. I'm trying to get different perspectives besides mine uh, to tell people what they're looking for in the clouds. Let's train them right now. Train. Okay. Well, like we've always said, you know, like, as soon as you see the eyes, then everything else comes out as well. But there's lots of times when I'm looking in the sky and I don't really see anything happening. And then if I take my camera and I pan the sky, I can actually see a larger one that's bring, that I don't see it, you know, just with my eyes. 
as soon as they put the camera Absolutely. on it, it's, like it's, it, it's weird. <laughs> it's like, oh, where did nope, you come from? Nope, you are so right. I do that all the time. Use it as a viewfinder. Yeah, exactly. It's like, where did you come yep. from? <laughs> and then it's you an see it right finder. there. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> it is. Uh-huh. So, yeah, like there's just, like I say, there's lots of them that I would never have seen if it wasn't just pulling my camera and just, you know, panning the sky. So what does the, the being look like to you? Well, there's different. The main being. Um, the, you know, the eyes, like I've seen a lot of them with, like, just with the. Let me ask um, you this. Let me ask you this. Do you see the being that has the serpent hands and yes. that turn into dragon faces? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. But, like, okay. <laughs> when you're looking at some of the eyes and stuff, like, they actually look like cat eyes or lizard eyes. Oh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. Like the pupil that's kind of a slit. Um, yep. And... Um, they're definitely scaly looking. Um, yep. You see the nostrils. Some of them have. Um, oh yeah, always, always see the bit. nostrils. Yeah. Yep. The ears can be different. They can have horns on them. They can have like feathery um, stuff that from their ears. I don't even know how you want to yep. say it. like antenna off of a moth. <laughs> kind antenna. Of like that. Yep. <laughs> like yep. that. Um, Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, once you see the eyes, then they just kind of come in. So they could be elongated. I've had ones, like you say, with the dolphin um, mouth type of thing that looks like, you know, the mouth of a dol- uh, dolphin. Um, uh-huh. Have you, Kim, let me ask you, have you seen pupils, the eyes yes. to where you can see the pupils? Yes. I actually had Is a picture. Is that crazy or what? Yes, <laughs> I've had actually. It was like crazy. this girl, and they just like you could not deny it was like a girl's face and her eyes. They were very piercing, very piercing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It was just kind of like whoa. I had a lot of comments on that too, on how like you know like the eyes just kind of stood right out there. There was no denying it that you know that was not a face. Like a, it was a really good one. Um, but yeah, no, there's. There's, uh, like you say, when you see them and then you, you, they have the extensions, and like some of them could be very long, way out there, and they could be, you know, holding the sun or um, um, some that look like they're popping it into their mouth. I've had a few of those that look like they're going to eat the sun. Um, How about using the using the sun or the moon as their eye? Yes, yes, I have a couple of pretty good ones there that almost looks like an ETI. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's just like where do you like there's so many of them. There's just hundreds of them and hundreds of them. The, the interesting thing about the faces that you see is that a lot of them have the eyeball in there. But the eye socket is virtually sunken, and it looks like they're wearing a cloud mask. And that, and I, we've, I've got tons of pictures that show that it's a reptile that's just barely covered with cloud, 
and together that reptile skin and the cloud uh, substance together make up the sky. It's very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, but the the faces will be just big black. Uh, many times square, triangle, or almond-shaped eyes. And mm-hmm. it'll be what people call E.T., even though E.T. Was, is still, to humans, just a fictional character. It looks like the E.T., the, just the general uh, stereotypical E.T. head. And that's where that came from. It was right there in the clouds. Um, I've showed it in so many Facebook live videos, and uh, I don't know if the last one you guys could tell. I was just over it, <laughs> over <laughs> humanity. But um, okay, so so Kim, what? Anything else you want to add to that, or uh, Brenda, oh. do you want to jump in there and, and yeah, help just- out? Uh, what people can, how we can train people to see what do you, what are they looking for when it comes to the being and the sky and all these reptile heads and faces and teeth and tongues and spitting of clouds. Man, this is so much going on. It's hard to, you know, riding and riding on top of open top ships. They're all basically the same color. The shadows that are in the big clouds that go in front of the sun, all of the clouds that are going in front of the sun now that are just making it so bright. It's insanely bright. Come on. Everybody's like, Oh, but that's normal, man. No, it's not normal. Not normal folks. Nothing that's happening in the sky is normal. So sorry, Bryn, go ahead and jump in for, give me a few minutes of, of Webster phenomenon, Patrick's dragon. (laughs) But, uh Everything Kim said, definitely. And the other thing is, um, yeah, when you're looking at the at the sun, um, oftentimes when they when they come past in the clouds on the uh, in front of the sun, being a portal. Um, I mean, I even got when you're just talking about ET. I've actually got a picture of what would be seen as ET himself, as in the character, actually in yeah. a portal. I, that that one I got sometime nice. earlier this year. So, but um, was yeah, the I portal thought, in your was the portal the uh, your your car window? No, no, <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. I was standing I outside at work, and I actually got this one. And when I actually enlarged the picture, that's what I saw. I saw ET with his funny long neck and his head and his spindly arms, and I thought, holy, oh heck. yeah. Yeah, just just he was full on. He was just standing there looking down, and I'm like, okay. And then the weird thing was that um, same one came back two days later. Exactly oh. the same thing, back again two days right. later. So that was that was a bit, um, yeah, it was very eye opening that day. That's for sure. But, I know um, I've yeah. experienced that as well, where I've seen the same uh, formation in the yeah. sky in the same area for days. Yeah, I have a few of those that, that I get return visitors that come back every now and again. Sometimes it's slightly bigger, slightly smaller, but definitely you can tell it's the same one. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, so when I see basically the the you know the the main um, Webster phenomena being, I always see 
well, I'm assuming that it's the arms and the hands. So we see the dragon-like face or the, the crocodile-like face. And then always in the background there's... But it's like it's, for want of better words, putting your hands forward in front of you, you know, pushing into something. And then if you look further back, you can actually see more of a being up the back. That's the actual being that actually has the two hands. <laughs> The two hands with faces. The two on hands the, with the faces. Oh, God, yeah, la, 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 la. It's so, so hard to explain. It is and, hard. And so. To, it's so hard. <laughs> it's just getting people to get their mind around that. That this is like, you know, yeah. like you, I think you've said once before, it's like having two two sock puppets on your hand that look like dragons or look like yeah. um, whatever. But these are its arms, and they're just leaning yeah. forward with these two hands into. Yep into our dimension and into our thing and then the, the actual main body a lot of the time not all the time is faintly in the background sometimes it comes right forward and you can see the whole thing yep just knowing what you're looking at and that's what we're attempting here to explain to people to just wrap their mind a little bit around what we're actually talking about and allowing their minds Absolutely. to go there, that's the whole thing. It's not stopping yourself halfway. Yep. You know, because a lot of people being do like, that. No. Oh, but, oh, you know, nah, nah. You it's, know, it's people too do that. Far out of their... Yeah, it starts to relate too much to um, fiction or science fiction or, like I said, Dr. Seuss, meet, Dr. Seuss meets Tim Burton. It's it it relates too much with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you got Maleficent's Garden, um, you know, and I mean the the TV shows are and the movies are off the hook how much they relate to what we're talking about. That these clues have been given this way and that way and the other way. When you start having this perspective of the Webster phenomena, you can start seeing life unfold in front of you like wow this has been this story's been told so many ways but never to the point it's never been to the point like this is the being the being this is the first time at least that we've been able to find in history uh in recorded history especially that this being has been located and actually seen for exactly what it is and that's the dragon-faced hands. It's really incredible. The only figurine I've ever seen, the only ancient stuff, is the Anu figurine. But, um, all right, who's making all the noise? Is that me? Okay. Anyway, you guys, we're going to have to take off. Uh, this has been already two hours. And, everybody, we thank you for listening. Please hang in there with us. Uh, we're going to get the website back online. We're going to give you a website, somewhere to go, somewhere to send people. Um, we're, we are going to make some changes in 2017. Uh, for starters, we're going to change humanity. Uh, that's our goal is to evolve humanity to a point where we can all think in more unison. Instead of trying to take a dollar out of everybody else's pocket, we're going to try to put dollars in everybody's pocket uh, or food in your pantry or in your stomach, or, you know what I mean? We are, are, somebody needs to be the change, and we're going to join the group of people who 
are being the change. That's our goal for 2017. Uh, we're ramping up for an event that's going to come out of the sky. That's pretty clear. Uh, watch the take, look at the clouds. Look for cloud machines. Think Dr. Seuss. Think Tim Burton. Let yourself go there. Trust us, you guys. Trust us. This is real. We are adults, and we all have jobs where we deal with other adults, and we sell stuff, and we make stuff, and we, we deal with tons of money all the time. Believe me, we're not just you know, um, you know, stoners in the back room deciding to, to put on a podcast. We're the real deal here. We're the real deal. We're out here giving you the full-on treatment. We're telling you everything we possibly can with full-on confidence. We're bringing you the, the, the top knowledge on earth right now. This is top secret stuff. In the government, this is toppity top of top secret. They don't even talk about it unless they have super high security clearance. We can talk about it because we are not military and we're not in the government. Anyway, you can't go to my website, so don't. Uh, go to my Facebook, Patrick Small, Patrick uh, Webster Small, The Webster Phenomena. You can catch me on Twitter, at Patrick W. Small. Uh, just search Patrick Small. Everybody search extraterrestrial discovery, and you'll see a bunch of my pictures because I discovered extraterrestrials. Hey, Google's actually right. Um, Kim, thank you for being here. Are you going to be here for the Christmas show on the 23rd? I should be. I might have some company in the house see downstairs, but yeah. <laughs> ah, well, you can just invite your company on up on the radio. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll have them on the radio too. So Kim and her family or her company or whoever, her date, we don't know who it is, but, but we know that they're going to be on the Webster Phenomenon on the 23rd. Maybe we'll get them to read a little snippet of Scrooge or something like that. Uh, Brenda, are you going to be available for the Christmas show? Yes, I've made special arrangements for that day. Yay! So Brenda will be here. It's going to be Friday for for me here. It's going to be Friday, the December 23rd for uh, Brenda. It's the 24th in Australia. Uh, that is Christmas Eve for in Australia, and then the Christmas Eve Eve over here in the U.S. Um, one of my favorite days in the in the world is that day. Uh, I start a little tiny mini vacation, so I'm going to be in super good spirits, and we might be actually tipping back some spirits. What do you guys say? Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kim? You know me. She's going to pull Kim will plan. have water. <laughs> Kim will scream water. Now she's going to go tomato juice and clams, so you're going to go eggnog, dear, without the alcohol. Now, why do you think that, why do you think it's this song that Kim, it's the Disney song, you guys, come on. <laughs> no, it's it's a perfect fit, and it's it's awesome, man. Uh, Kim, you're a great addition to the show, and you've really grown as a co-host, and um, we're just, uh, we're both proud to have you here with us, and we thank you for, you know, spending your Saturday nights with us here. It's awesome. Well, thanks for having and, uh, me. It's always fun. <laughs> absolutely. And uh, Brenda, of course, thank you for making this all possible. Um, and uh, you're, you're amazing and you're, you're always there. 
I mean, you're just you're you are the Webster phenomenon as much as anybody else. That's for sure. Thank so you. thank you for being here and your your support is is undying. Uh, everybody out there in uh, listener land and radio land and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you for listening and remember to look at the clouds and keep your minds open. You guys, these clouds, they're really talking to us. Uh, everything is, is different than what we've been told. So it's time for us to create our own reality. This is Patrick Webster small. And you guys know, right? Be good humans. Be good humans, people. (laughs) What they said. Carry on the uh-huh. wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.